0: Good evening and welcome to Paranormal or What? podcast with me, your host, Michaela Ford. How are you paranormal peeps? How's this week been paranormally? It's been a great one for me and I've got lots of interviews with some fabulous people for you to listen to. But first of all, we did a Zoom with the paranormal investigation group that I'm part of, The Other Realm, and you might have heard me mentioning slightly about the fact that we went up to Chester a couple of weeks ago to stay at my haunted hotel. And so we decided to have a meeting and an interview and a little bit of a Zoom on YouTube to tell you all about what happened. So you can hear it on the podcast tonight. And also, if you go over to the Paranormal or What podcast YouTube channel, you'll be able to see all of us lovely ladies on there talking about it too. So without further ado, take it away, ladies. welcome to paranormal or what podcast i'm your host michaela ford and today i'm very excited to introduce the paranormal team that i'm a part of the other realm so let's say hello hello to kaylee say hi
1: hello
0: hello evelyn hello and hello cindel hi everyone hi Uh, So today we're going to be having a chat about the fact that we went up to My Haunted Hotel in Chester on Thursday, the 16th of February. And it's just a little bit of a, a chat about all the things that happened and any evidence that we caught. It was really good fun, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, we had a fantastic night at My Haunted Hotel.
0: Yeah. So what was so when we got there, um, it's a really, uh, if anybody hasn't seen it on YouTube, it's um, hosted by Danny Moss, who does the haunted hunts. And Harry is the guy who owns the hotel. And then we've got Brett, who does lots of the design and technical side of it. And the three of them um, encourage people to come and stay in one of the UK's most haunted public houses which is also a haunted haunted hotel and people go there every week and they've got 17 (laughs) cameras filming everything that happens in every room 24 hours a day seven days a week and my goodness is it haunted and when we went we had to go into the pub and we sat down and we had a meal and they have several artifacts in the bar so maybe we could first start talking about what we made of the haunted artifacts that were around the bar area anybody want to start
1: so they had two dolls willow and bob and i actually took a liking to willow but i don't know about you guys but i found bob to be quite now
2: see i was the other way around i really liked bob oh we've gone over again <laughs> <laughs> um... we've
3: just gone over hold on
0: and so Bob is the clown, isn't it? That was donated to the pub. And then there,
3: Willow.
2: What's the history behind Willow? So, go on, I'll do let we, you say. Do we know? I know Bob's history. Right, okay. So Willow was supposed to be, I loosely know she's connected to an old gypsy, yeah. a traveling gypsy lady, and some sort of spirit is attached to it from those times. All I know is that Willow likes to sing. That's all I've, yeah. Apparently people hear her singing on occasion.
0: Wow. And
2: then what what is it with Bob,
1: Kelly? Oh, so Bob, Bob's attachment is possibly a little boy, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's what intrigued me about Bob because I don't know about you guys, but when children are involved, I think it's always a little bit more, a little bit more sinister and spooky. Yeah. And yeah, so Bob's attachment is supposedly a little boy.
0: And um apparently people do investigations down in the pub area as well when people aren't there and they get all sorts of things from these two dolls. In fact, we did a bit of a, a session um, around Willow, which we'll come to later. So tell me what what did you think of it all when you went in and you went up the stairs? What was going through your head?
1: Um, to be honest, our first thing that happened actually happened in the pub area. Ooh, Shortly that? after we arrived, um, Margot, who is unfortunately not with us, she had a hematite ring on and um, she clapped and it shattered. And we've done some research into this and, and hematite as a material, uh, mineral, and basically. When it absorbs enough negative energy, it shatters. And it just coincidentally happened, what, about 10 (laughs) minutes after we arrived to the pub? literally
2: just sat down.
1: And it just intrigued me because my initial thought was, has that much negative energy been absorbed from the pub that within 10 minutes it just exploded off her hand? It was... And Brett tried to snap the biggest part, afterwards just to sort of test its strength
3: yeah and he, he couldn't yeah. break it could he no. no wow
0: so i wonder if that was bob because bob it was around by bob's area
2: wasn't it yeah yeah we were opposite bob yeah yes and oh that night also the vinegar uh, bottle flew off the shelf where we were sat but we yeah. didn't see that we were already upstairs investigating yep. right. so Yeah,
0: that was one of the big things that happened, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. It would take such a lot of energy to move something like a vinegar bottle.
1: And even Sindel said the fact that it happened right next to where we were all night. It's
2: a bit eerie. It it
1: was was a bit eerie. It was a bit eerie because, I mean, what, we arrived there at like four o'clock. Yeah. And didn't get to go upstairs till nine. So we sat there for a good five hours. And then it wasn't long after we left that area that that happened.
2: If only we stayed there for I a little bit longer. Guys. <laughs>
0: start the investigation at 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Next time, maybe we ought to investigate that area before we start.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes, me and Margot did go back there when the rest of the group were around the other side of the bar area. Yeah. And we were hearing what sounded like jars clinking but they sounded like they were coming from the door that we later found <clears throat> out led to the cellar. And oh, me and Margot were quite intrigued to do an investigation there because we heard about the vinegar bottle. And it was just ironic that we were hearing, it wasn't glasses, because you can tell the difference between thin glass and thick glass. Yes. This was thick, like
0: jar glass Clock.
3: clinking. Yeah. And I wonder,
0: did you get a chance to go into the cellar at all?
1: We did, yes. Yes, Me, Margot and Evelyn did a vigil down in the cellar. Um, I kept feeling like someone was behind me. It didn't matter which way I turned, I kept feeling like someone was behind me.
3: Yeah.
1: Then we got a really strong smell of female perfume. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there was noises coming from the walkway that led back up to the pub.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I must say that whenever I've... Being in there um I felt exactly the same like there was always someone behind me and I wasn't sure whether that was just my fear or whether it was that I was picking up on something because it, the generator always goes off um and that makes people jump but I found the scariest thing was constantly feeling like there was someone behind me um did you notice any jars or anything when you went in? anyway
1: but funny enough we actually spoke to uh brett because brett was the other side of the pub and he did say that they stored jars and other kinds of heavy glass things down there so it was quite dark when we went down there but um yeah yeah, it was um he said that that's where they store that kind of thing so
0: that's really interesting because i wondered whether whether it might be a noise from now or whether it might be a noise that used to happen down there like a residual type yeah. of yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: it's so interesting
0: that, that would be an interesting thing
2: to know. it'd be cool to document to see if they've got time stamps on everything as well because that would if times line up you know it's residual yeah yeah exactly. there's definitely something intelligent there Whoa. there is, isn't there? i
0: mean i i tend to um be of the opinion that there's all sorts of different sorts of spirits and hauntings there um what what do you think so we went upstairs and they've got eight rooms haven't they seven of which you can go in <laughs> yeah um they've got room five which has got loads and loads of dolls in they've got room six which has got um, a pentagram on the floor um a haunted chest a haunted boom box um all sorts of bangings on the wall happening there and then there's room one that's is room, the wardrobe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's it with the priest uh, hole. With the priest hole. And then room two, which now has a bed in, and they guess we got a lot of activity in there, which we'll come on to later. Yes. Um,
1: that's the weird drawing on the
0: wall. Yeah. Um, Man. Yes. Um, <coughs> really scary. Um, then room three is the room with the mirrors on the walls, which Sadly, you can't see from the CCTV cameras. There's a whole wall of oddly placed mirrors. And then on the other side, there's a mirror, which is supposed to be a black mirror and a portal, which I got some very spooky photos of. Then we move on to room four, which is where there was supposedly a sword from a cavalier. Um, Can you tell us anybody tell us a bit about the history of the sword and the time of the Cavalier? You know that it was the... I can't remember the
1: date of the sword. I I believe it was the English Civil War. That's Um, right, yeah. I'm not too good on my dates for the English Civil War, but I believe it was the English Civil War.
3: Yeah. I
1: don't know much about the Cavalier that it's supposed to belong to. All I know (laughs) is it was
2: found under the floorboards. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, and With um, a pair of slippers as well.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and it was meant to be quite a common practice
2: to hide shoes or slippers in the walls, wasn't it? For was a good look. Well, the 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 slippers especially, slippers, shoes. It was very common practice for people to bless and protect their house by burying in walls or in the floorboards.
0: Yeah, and um, I think um, some people on a previous episode um we're doing a k two session and they got intelligent responses and it seemed to be um a, a cavalier called Alexander that's and right. they thought that he'd killed someone when he wasn't supposed to and then hidden his sword in the floor of the room I think that's right
1: that's right that's interesting that's really interesting
0: um and then room six then room seven is currently. Not finished yet, and then roommates. <laughs> Funny you should say that though.
1: Oh, yes, right. So, on the night, you Hang know, on. when ask I... her if she remembers first, Michaela. Yeah, do you remember when Sindel came back into the bedroom in the morning and said, Oh, um, the lady's just come out of room seven and said goodbye?
0: Oh, no, I don't remember that.
1: Don't you? I vividly remember. <laughs> It was when I was going round getting footage of all of the rooms. Yeah. I wanted to go in room seven. Yeah. But there was like a curtain drawn and I weren't sure if we were allowed to go back there. Sindel came in the bedroom when I was in the bedroom and said to me, "Um, I've just seen the lady come out of room seven. She said goodbye. So she's now gone. So if you want to go in room seven and get some footage, you can go in there. I've grabbed my camera and gone to try and go in there and it's locked. You can't get in there. She yeah. later spoke with Danny and Danny confirmed there was no one in room seven that night.
3: No,
0: and outside room seven, if you peek behind the curtain like I did, um, there's just loads of like cleaning stuff,
2: and stuff yeah. around there. Yeah. Storage. Now, wow. I swear to God, there was a woman that come out of that door, shut the door behind her, come through the curtains, looked at me, went- Goodbye, and then just walked down the corridor. You don't think it was just
0: someone else snooping,
2: do you? It was an oldish lady, like greyish white hair. I mean, it could
1: have been someone snooping, but it just stuck out in my mind. Yeah. Not at the time, not at the time. It was when Sundell said to me, we were having a chat about it the other day. And she said, Oh, by the way, yeah, I've spoken to Danny, and he's confirmed that there was no one in room seven that night. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. You've seen, said you've seen someone coming out of that room. Yeah. I tried to go in there, it was locked. And now Danny's confirmed. No one was there. No one was there. And maybe it's just the believer in me, but my
2: instant thought was, I said to you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure it wasn't a ghost? <laughs> you did she, where maybe you just saw and actually had like a conversation with an apparition. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that it's, it's 50-50. Yeah, it's one of those things we will never actually know, but it's interesting how nobody was staying in yeah. Room 7. Yeah. Unless it it's, there isn't a camera that looks down that bit, though, is there?
1: I don't no. believe there's cameras in the hallways. Is there? No, so
0: there's a camera that points the other way of the corridor. The yeah. yeah, right. And that's the one where they caught the apparition through the window in the last episode, wasn't it? That's
1: oh, it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Wow.
0: Um, so right now, roommate, tell us what's in roommate for the people who are watching, and what what happened to you in there.
1: Well, not good. Um, obviously, that's where the Grace doll was kept, and Grace is supposed to be uh, possessed by a witch from the 1960s. Uh, sorry, 1600s. Um, And her name's supposedly Jeanette. So I went in with uh, Evelyn and Margot. And you couldn't stay
3: in there, could you? No, when I first went in there, I was okay. Um, But I sat on that chair that was in the corner. And yeah, as soon as I sat on that chair, I just didn't feel right. I felt, I wasn't physically poorly. I just felt unsafe. So I just said to the girls, I've got to go. And I left the room. It was when I sat in that chair.
0: That's really sensible, though, because I think Danny was saying later that there are a lot of people who um, just stay there regardless and end up feeling really ill. So it's really sensible yeah. if you feel weird to go out. Um, and then, Kaylee, I think you got some really good footage, didn't you?
1: Yes, yes. So... Um... I decided to do a live on the page uh, in room eight. And uh, ever since I walked through the door, like I felt this heaviness. It was definitely a change in atmosphere when we went in there. Um, And we were in there for about 10 minutes. And apart from the heaviness, we weren't really getting anything. And I just said to Jeanette slash Grace, if you'd like us to leave, Can you shake the chains that are keeping her enclosed in in her box? And through the glass, I saw the chain that was hanging down the other side start moving. And now it was only slight, but it was moving. And I filmed that for about 10 minutes and it didn't slow its speed. It was a constant swing the whole time. Um, I felt like it was Jeanette doing what I asked and shaking the chains.
3: Yeah, it is, it's a really um, a terrifying
0: thought really that there could be really evil entities trapped in that box. Yeah. Um, so, what, I mean, the thing is that um, I know that Harry and Brett and Danny are absolutely convinced that um, those entities don't go outside the room. But we did have things mentioned throughout the night, didn't we? What? Yeah. What do you reckon's going on there?
2: I don't think you can trap a no. spirit or entity to a certain area of a room, um, no matter how much witchcraft you give it yourself. Especially if she is as evil and the attachments are slightly demonic, they're going to go where they want. Yeah. And frighten the other spirits that are there. Yeah. There was definitely
1: a change, though. I definitely felt a change. When you come in and out of that room, maybe it was just because her presence is stronger in that room. Yeah. But as soon as I walked in there, the only way I can describe it is an oppressive feeling. It was like someone was standing on my shoulders.
2: And you actually said to me when you come out, you said... That room doesn't even feel like it's part of the hotel. You no. feel like you're in another dimension. You
1: do yeah. well, as you said quite rightly. Said I remember saying that to you. I, did. I felt like when I was in that room, I didn't feel like I was in the hotel anymore.
3: Yeah,
1: it really did feel like you literally entered another building. Um, it was that different mm. in there. Yeah,
0: I, I felt the same. I mean, when I went <laughs> in, I was shaking, but I don't know whether that was. Me shaking in anticipation because I'd built it all up in my head. Um, because after a few minutes I felt a bit better and I just kind of made myself feel a bit better by asking questions the whole time, yeah. Um, And I felt like that calmed me down a bit. Um, but nothing really happened while we were in there, did it, Sindel?
2: Well, you say that, but I've just been listening to my EVPs and I need to clear it up a bit, but I think I might have caught something. Oh, really? Of when I asked her to tap on the glass, you hear two FUDs and yeah. then you hear Jeanette's voice going, I tap or something. Really? But oh, I need wow. to clear it up. I need to clear it up and I need to get Kay's idea on it. But I'm pretty sure because I said to you the other night, didn't
1: I? She yeah, she told me she caught something on the EVP. You didn't tell me that though.
2: No, I'm pretty sure that's and I will I'll have a look at it. When I get home later on, and I'm going to upload it onto.
1: Yeah, best thing to do is upload it. So stick you can it on it. the OneDrive, then we can all listen to it. Yeah, because that's yeah. interesting. If that does say that, then that's really cool.
0: Hold on, Car- carry on. Let me just right. look to something.
2: <laughs> um So yeah, I've got it with me.
0: Well, maybe um Kaylee, you can tell us a bit about what went on in Room Two because we did a session on the PowerCast, didn't we?
1: we did yes yes so that was really interesting and I think actually I'm glad you've sort of come back to this conversation (laughs) because uh well it was kind of centered around you wasn't it um we went into room two Danny set up the power cast for us um you know for the first sort of five minutes we didn't get much and then all of a sudden we a number of us heard (laughs) behind you and I think you freaked out a little bit, Sindel. I thought I was laying laying on the bed. Yeah, she was laying on the bed. And, um, yeah, she freaked out a little bit and instantly looked behind her and um, was obviously visibly sort of shaken. But then the next bit... When you asked. Yeah, yeah, because you asked. You said, behind who? who? Behind who, yeah, that's it. And it quite clearly said uh, Sindel.
3: Yeah.
1: And what's amazing about that is... um, Sindel is not a common name yeah. that just gets spit out of any kind of paranormal device yeah. like that. It's it's not.
0: Yeah. I have to say it was really atmospheric in there. I really felt the hair standing up on the back of my neck.
3: Um,
0: yes. And I was quite um, sad when Brett came through and said it was time to turn it off because I was really up for doing it for ages and ages and ages. <laughs> 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 um And I was thinking, oh, if Danny ever manufactures these, I'm going to get one. Because I really enjoy listening to the Paracast, actually. It's really good. So what what other experiences do people have? Evelyn, what do you think was your favourite bit of the night?
3: Um,
0: Have you got a a favourite bit?
3: Yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't like it in there, it was definitely going in roommate. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, when... well, I, we, me and my sister Margo stayed in room five. Yes. And, you know, during the night, we did hear knocks on the walls. Um, but other than that, it was definitely in the room eight. I think that made the night for me, actually. Yeah. And you left before the chain even moved. I know, and I even left before the chain moved. Saying that, though,
2: Michaela, you had an experience when we woke up in the morning, didn't you?
0: Well, I, yeah, I don't know if that's paranormal or me just being mad. Um, <laughs> so I I woke up, um, I think it was 8.40 and Sindel, you were kind of busying around because you'd been awake for ages and sorting <laughs> out your case and things. And um, I sort of became aware that you were there and I I don't think I'd actually said anything at that point. And as I was laid there, I heard right next to my left ear. So I was laid in the little single bed in room six. So on the right-hand side was the wall and the left-hand side of me was the room. And Sindel was kind of at about 10 o'clock to me. Yeah. Um, and as clear as day in a really, really deep voice, um, a man said, hello but it was right next to my ear and I just shot up in the bed and said who said that (laughs) yes I remember you doing that yeah and Sindel went what and I went did you just say hello and even though I knew it wasn't Sindel's voice I went no and that was really freaky because I'll tell you why it was really freaky 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 Freaky? (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's because I did and this is what makes me worry a bit I didn't hear it with my external ear I heard it in my head but it wasn't you know when you're thinking to yourself and there's that kind of I don't know if you'd call it a voice your thoughts are in your head it was um it was an external voice but it was in my head as if my head was being used like a radio receiver yeah. Um, and I've had one more episode of that a few months ago where I was stood in my bedroom at home, minding my own business, putting some washing away. And a woman's voice this time um, inside my head became static like a radio. Uh, and then someone went, hello. And I sort of stopped and looked around and went, hello. And it, just, <laughs> it was as clear as day. But it felt like it had been transmitted to inside my head. I don't know how to explain it, rather than hearing it externally through my ear. Um, And I've never experienced anything again since, except for that man's voice saying hello at my haunted hotel. So I don't know what it is. If I'm hearing something, um, I mean, (laughs) it sounds wild. but the first thing that pops into my head is all these stories about aliens telepathically talking to you. And I'm like, yeah. okay, okay I, love I love it. Sort yourself out, sort yourself out. <laughs> but indeed, <laughs> it felt like somebody was transmitting a, a voice into my head. It was really bizarre. So if anybody who's listening has had a similar experience, please either contact me at Paranormal or What at Outlook.com or contact The Other Realm and see if you can tell us your story. Um, So, right, let's move on to the next thing. What should we talk about next? Um, What about room five? What sort of things did you experience or not in room five? So,
1: room five, um, we weren't obviously in there for very long. Uh, We didn't get much on the Ouija board, but I think we had some uh, voices come through on the spirit box, didn't we?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe you two you and Sindel thought it was a
0: little boy yeah bobby was it bobby
1: billy billy that's Billy. It, yeah. Yeah.
0: um but they it came through two or three times and actually sat
2: it was the same voice each time yes it was yes yeah and i'm pretty sure the first one did say billy or something like that yeah well
1: obviously we've still got to review it yeah. but um i will definitely i'll most definitely review that and be really interesting to see if he did actually say Billy because that if it did that's really quite compelling yeah that is
0: yeah Um, I was hoping for um, maybe the doll to move but she remained stoically static Um, or the big banging on the wall that we sometimes get that we got last time but um, we did have
1: something come from the bathroom didn't we do you remember oh yes yes we We had a bang come from the bathroom
0: yeah so We'll have to see if we can put some of the um EVP stuff onto onto the Facebook page. Yeah. Um see for if sure. I can isolate it. Because I'm because I recorded the whole time, um, which is good because um you get everything, but it's bad because you end up with eight hours of
2: <laughs> EVP <laughs> stuff to look at. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what we got on our camera overnight as well, because we <clears> left <throat> ours running, didn't we?
1: yeah yeah obviously they died at some point in the night both of them did um yeah because I left my morning yeah so but um hoping that they were running for at least a good few hours yeah um so I'll be really interested to see yeah what if anything happened when we were asleep because that would be yeah. that would be pretty amazing
0: really good oh and um uh, Sindel you debunked the uh, <laughs> daddy's
2: truck moving immediately didn't you tell us about much, that much, much to his displeasure yeah <laughs> it all depends on the floorboards I mean it's an old it's an old building and these floorboards move you could have somebody walking up to that counter five six times and that truck not move but if you know the footsteps that he took which I then reenacted mm. oh what happens Ooh, straight off so It's one of those you just got to go careful when you investigate in an old house. Not every creak and bang is going to be paranormal.
0: Yeah. Although there is there is always a little bit of sadness, isn't there, in your heart when you do do... something? Yeah.
2: yeah, (laughs) That's the name of the game. If everything was paranormal, then
1: yeah, it's like a doll's house. When Margot said, Oh, I've got the um I had the device going off while while we are you were asking for it on the Ouija board. Um and then when I did the footed review, it was actually just beeping to say the battery was low. Yeah. (laughs) And it was kind of like that heartbreaking moment where I realized (laughs) I was like,
3: Oh, I thought that
1: was gonna be some pretty amazing evidence because we're asking for it and it's happening. But no. (laughs)
0: Um, So then um what what else happened when we were in room six? My mind's gone a bit blank now. Um, we did. We had lots of REM pods out, didn't
3: we? Um, yeah. And they the did go up. The cat ball kept going off. Yeah. yeah, we
1: had a few things on the devices. Not a great deal.
2: No. Uh,
1: and we tried a Ouija board session in there, but it was very slow going and sort of gave us like one letter answers. And in the end, we just sort of, we shut it down because... I mean, if we were going to get a full-on conversation, we'd have have to have been there for another eight hours
2: <laughs> just to get one word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, we we shut that down pretty pretty soon. So um, I'd probably say on the night, room six was possibly the least active for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, me too. I think room eight and room two were the two rooms for me that night. I'm going to
1: agree with you there because um. Mm. So when yeah. when i was yeah.
2: trying to think out
1: my, my favorite moment from the night obviously room eight and the chain were the first thing i was thinking of but then i also sat there and thought sindel's name coming through yeah. that power box i mean that was that was pretty awesome as well so yeah room two and room eight for me yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and me um and then we did a bit of a, an investigation downstairs which was kind of successful and not successful all at the same time because um Kaylee, you and Margo were getting a lot of noise pollution from yes, our yes. big group um, on the other side.
1: Poor Danny and Brett and, um <laughs> um Harry. Harry probably <laughs> cussing at me, but yes, I was moaning that um we were getting a lot of noise pollution, which was very unfortunate. It's hard, um, though, isn't it,
0: when you're all in one room basically.
1: Yes, yes. It's um you know you're trying to listen out to things and all you can hear is other people talking um, and completely um, contaminating any potential sounds that we might hear so you know it was a bit frustrating but you know they were kind of this side of us and that clinking was coming from this side of us yeah Um, so we knew that that was Definitely over there, and it wasn't getting contaminated. But apart from that, whilst we were in that area, we didn't we didn't
0: get much else. Yeah, I mean, we did. We did. We were with quite a big group around the other side, and um, I think people were getting very excited because there was quite a lot of knocking and banging going on, um, yeah. and it and it seemed to be answering what I I was asking um and giving knocks on the bar in return it was also banging a door in the uh, toilets as well and i think yeah there was a a lot of things going on um i think the difficulty is when you've got a group a public group of people um you can't really go shut up because
3: <laughs> I, can, can. I
0: don't know <laughs> <But> <laughs> the thing is that um I was asking these questions Sindel was Brett was and then the other people obviously are very excited and so instead of being silent to hear what's going to happen after they're all going <laughs> yeah and yeah. you're like and you just want to go yeah i know you're
2: excited but shut up <laughs> oh, i hear what's going on <laughs> well it was the same in the um when we were in the brothel and we done another paracast, didn't we um and we got the name rebecca through and yeah. then we got the other name through yeah um all of us missed that last name yeah like the seasonal uh the seasoned investigators missed that second name because everyone was like oh, Rebecca 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 and it was like mm. yeah couldn't hear that last name until watching it back
0: yeah um and then I think it was me and some other person as well on the Facebook feed on my haunted hotel went did it say
2: or oh, oh, yeah
0: and I heard it when I listened when I watched the program I heard it, it as clear as day say that thank you um but then again you don't know if is it another spirit messing about you know so if Danny thinks that it's, ironic. it can't be that is it another spirit that's kind of taking the mickey and going oh it's me I'm the demon or whatever you don't know it do you be.
2: but that's one of the demons that is supposed to be supposedly attached to Jeanette so who knows well that's what I mean so was it yeah. really that but if if Danny and the guys
0: really think it wasn't then could it be um, someone taking the mickey because spirits are known for being jokers sometimes
2: spirits like a prank just as much as us humans
0: yeah I'd be interested in, I keep meaning to look into the name Rebecca because um because Jeanette's meant to be a witch and I'm sure there's a famous I don't know if it was the Pendle witches there's one called Sarah but I thought there was one called Rebecca um so I keep meaning to look into that I'll have to have a look into it because when it came through with Rebecca, it really, you know, when something jogs your memory, but you can't quite think what it is. Uh huh. So I need to have a look into that. Um. So what else was there? What else did we do, you think
1: of else, do? I think the brothel was our last investigation, wasn't it? Yeah, that's
2: when we closed down for the night. Well,
0: yeah. It always surprises me how early people go to bed there. Because I always think, come on, you know, we've paid for this. Let's
1: stay up all night. Yeah, we stayed up. We stayed up and did a little bit more investigating in room six. But because we weren't getting much in room six and then everyone had gone to bed, so we couldn't really go anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's when about half past three, we decided to go to bed as well. But um, I think it was more along four o'clock,
2: actually, because it
3: was half three. Yeah, it was half three.
1: Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, like you said, Michaela, I would have happily stayed up all night and then just slept in the car on the way home. <laughs>
2: they <laughs> would have done an all night.
1: I would have, I would have, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I said, you can't just go walking in other people's rooms because they're sleeping.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: so I've just had a message from Margot saying she can't get the Zoom to work. Um... That's all
1: right, well... You, you lose. <laughs>
0: um, so if you were going to go back again which i hope we do um yeah. could i ask all three of you what you would like to focus on next time or see more of or try more of
1: yes actually me and sindel have already been discussing this actually next time we would like to hire out privately simply because um noise pollution yeah noise pollution <laughs> um I think we could have got a lot more evidence had there not been so much contamination because the problem we have when we're going through a review uh, which we're going to start next week uh, is um, a lot of the bangs that we hear we're not going to know unless they're really loud and you can tell that they were in that room (coughs) we're not going to know if them bangs are paranormal or if they're contamination from the people in the other rooms so I would definitely like to hire out privately and have an investigation plan where we can separate different groups so that there won't be no noise contamination
0: yeah and
3: Evelyn where what room would you really like to investigate yeah I need to focus on going back in room eight because I want to be able to go in there and stay in there and leave when I want to leave
0: yeah no that's a good idea and um uh, what
2: about you weirdly i want to focus on room four because i think there's a sor- story to the sword and the woman that was connected to the doll's house over the road yeah i yeah. think there's something about that
0: oh yes yeah. so what was that uh, what was that story that we heard um, about this woman having an affair with the man
2: across the road or something. So it was supposed to be the wife of the man who was living there, husband and wife. Um, the woman had an affair with the guy across the road. The husband found out, dragged his butt out of the shop, the doll's house shop, the doll's shop, delectable. sorry. Delectable, yeah. That's it, delectable. And apparently killed him in the street with her watching out of a window.
3: Oh.
2: <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Yes, so that would be interesting. Is there a story to that? Yeah,
0: I'm really fascinated with the corridor, actually. Are you? It was, again, obviously, um, I know that Harry and Danny and Brett want to get as many people there as possible investigating. But again, it's a double-edged sword because the more people you have investigating, the harder it is to figure out What's going on and what noise was made by who. And um, as they've been saying on the program the last couple of weeks, that they spend hours and hours and hours <laughs> trying to debunk, debunk <laughs> people. I think there was one this last week where um, a man pushed the rocking chair against the wall of room six, and the people in room five went, Oh, there was a bang. And then they showed back that it was actually the man pushing the rocking chair against the wall. Um, so I think if the fewer people you have in there the the easier it's going to be and the first time we were there I think the second time was too busy Uh, but the first time we were there there was so much activity in the corridor Um, and I was going a bit crazy actually because um, I kept hearing someone walking up and down the corridor in heavy boots Um, and they would stop outside the door and you could hear the weight of their body on the floorboards, you know, the creaking of the floorboards. Yeah. And so I would go, sit down, somebody's outside again. And I'd rush and fling the door open and then there was nobody there. And then I'd close the door again and then I'd hear it a little bit later and I'd go to the door again, open the door, nobody there. Then we were in room five the first time. Somebody knocked on the door. I ran to the door, opened the door, nobody there there's something about that corridor and I really would love to do more of an investigation there but that's really hard when people are trooping around the whole time so I don't know how how you'd be able to do it properly really
1: well like we said uh, I think it's definitely worth us looking into hiring it out privately yeah yeah I uh
3: definitely (laughs) I, I,
1: I, I would really like to do that yeah
0: so um that brings us on to is there any um so our uh, group is called the other realm and we do investigations is there anything that um you'd like to tell the public that's coming up soon that they might want to know about or to look at the facebook page to find out about
1: well we've got episode two the doll's house dropping next sunday so they can either give us a follow on our Facebook group or they can give our YouTube channel a watch.
0: Fantastic. And
1: Episodes will be dropping. Um, So every other week there'll be a teaser and then every two weeks after that there'll be an episode. So we're calling it Spooky Sundays. So every (laughs) other Sunday there will be something on our YouTube channel. Brilliant.
0: Um, And if people want to find you, they can find you on Facebook, anywhere else?
1: Instagram. We're on Instagram. Yep. We're on Instagram, Facebook and the YouTube channel. Yep.
0: All right. Brilliant. So I think before we go, I just want to pick your brains about what your favourite sorts of paranormal equipment are. Um, so if you could all, I know I'm just putting you all on the spot here. Um, oh. <laughs> have a think about your favourite piece of paranormal equipment um, and tell me why you like it and um, any particular reasons. Ooh,
3: that's not difficult that hard. Like my, I like all my pieces of equipment.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. You can say more no, than one then.
1: I, I know instantly what mine
2: is. What's yours? The spirit box. Yeah, that's a good answer.
1: Honestly, I I love the spirit box because I don't think there's no better evidence than hearing their voices and yeah. even in like what it sounds like. Because the EVP sometimes can be very sort of whispery. So yeah. you're hearing a voice and you can a lot of the time hear what it's saying, but it's very I find it very whispery. Whereas the spirit box you can tell if it's male, yeah. female, if it's It's got young. tone. Yeah, it's got yeah. tone.
3: Yeah.
1: And yeah, I really, that's why I love the spirit box.
2: Mine has to be voice recorders of any type, I think, just because it's so old school and you can play it back, see what you've missed. You know, they're called EVPs and DVPs for a reason. And the crazy thing about them, uh, this
1: is what I love about the EVP is you can't hear them voices with your ears. Yeah, exactly. this little device picks them up, and it's it. it yeah, mind blowing. Spirit box and EVP for me. Yeah, yeah I'm I love, with you there. Yeah, yeah. I
3: do and like his... my doll. She's beautiful.
0: Oh, my, her REM yeah. doll. My REM doll. Yeah, I've got REM doll. She's lovely. Oh uh, yeah, that's it's almost like um, a signature of the other realm. All these they've got all these beautiful. <laughs> You um, rem dolls, um, so they look like beautiful old fashioned dolls, and then secretly inside, <laughs> they have yes, yes. yes. equipment. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, um, I'm going to stop recording in a second, but stay on the line. And I'm just going to say, um, thank you very much to the other realm, Kaylee, Evelyn, and Sindel for being on the podcast today. And we look forward to having you on again. After the next investigation, where we can chat about what happens there, so maybe we could make this a regular spot, which would be great. Very happy to do that. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, so for now, I'm going to say goodbye. The other realm.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: Thanks ladies. That was fantastic. It was really fun to talk to you. And you know what? I think we are going to do a regular feature with The Other Realm. We've got some investigations coming up soon. Um, We've got um, really, really exciting ones around the Chichester area. Um, We've got some at a very spooky Abbey that we're going to be going to in a week's time. We've also uh, got some at Avebury Circle we're going to be visiting. And we're also going to be visiting a couple more famous ones later in the year. So every time we do an investigation, we will have a chat about it and put it out on the podcast and also on YouTube, so that you can have the delight of seeing us all having a good old chat together. Don't forget if you have any paranormal experiences, please, please, please tape as a voice note and send it into podcast at outlook.com or you can upload them on the anchor.fm. Forward slash Now Spotify website and, and send them to us. We're also looking into getting a free telephone number so that you can just ring in and record your experiences because I really, really want to make the podcast part interview and part listener experiences. So please like, rate, share the show and let's see if we can get quite a few more people listening to it. That would be amazing. Anyway, thank you so much to all the people who have been with me for the past two years. We're coming up to our second anniversary. So happy birthday to the podcast and keep listening, keep sharing, keep liking and keep listening. Okay, time to sneak off now for that tot of something hot and fiery. Take care, night and remember... I almost forgot to say. Together, we can figure it out. Night.